Social media, social club. Social media, social club. Oh, I'm not doing social it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Social Media Social Club, the podcast where we talk all things social media culture. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think, well, it comes around once a year, every year, since 2016. Uh, we'll be talking about Spotify Wrapped with... Lindsay Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, who are you? What are you all about? <laughs> Uh, I am Lindsay, I'm a senior campaigns manager here at Hydrogen, so I look after the creative campaigns that come in for our clients, and yeah. And you're also a, a big fan of music. I'm also a massive least. music fan, yeah, I should have said that, but yeah. yeah, I like studied music as my undergrad, and then I've kind of moved on since, but I've kind of always kept it in my life in a, one way or another, so yeah. Like music. Nice. She's so, overqualified. Yeah. We've done well. More than us, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is the main thing. Um, so why we're talking about Spotify Wrapped today um, is that it's become a bit of, obviously it's been a bit of a big thing for a while. Since tw- Did you know it's been since 2016? Does that seem quite... Exa- Didn't realise it was that long. Yeah, but that, like, that seems like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, but that's actually a lot longer than I always think it is. 2016 in my head is, like, seven, three years ago. We've had seven years of Spotify. Yeah, rap. that's quite bad. That seems quite long to me. It does. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Was it as big from the start, though? Uh, I don't know if it was quite as big as it is now. I feel like it's, it's it has gotten bigger year upon yeah. year, and in classic brand style in the last couple of years, I feel it's when it's really kind of taken off with other people trying to do their own versions of it. Yes. Sure. I can't remember when that started. I would say that was probably around sort of like 2020, 2021. Yeah, I think maybe like around the pandemic time, I remember a few things going around and I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's when brands were really trying to be creative as well. I feel like that was when like Sainsbury's started doing it. For sure. Well, that. that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I was like, that's the only, that was like the big one and they were doing like, oh, this is your most bought vegetable and stuff like that. This is your most bought this and that. Uh, is how many times you've visited Sainsbury's. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm like, and that's the thing. So this is kind of what I want to speak about today because I wanted to kind of unwrap Spotify Wrapped a little bit, if you will. Because uh, it has been pretty amazing. I don't, I can't really think of a, a social activation. Yeah. Quite like it. Activation is a, a term that I'm quite embarrassed <laughs> that I just used, to be quite honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like Spotify have totally kind of set the standard with this like rap thing they've got, and it's like I so often hear of like people brainstorming for creative ideas around Christmas, and they're like, "Oh, we'll do a rap style thing." It's like become its own like I don't know, like marketing tool really. Yeah. That, like loads of people are really clinging on to and like starting to use this because it works as well. So yeah, yeah I feel it like has really, like, like language. Yeah. And like a visual language as well as like words and stuff associated with it. For so sure. it's the kind of thing that's so easy to run with. <clears throat> it's almost too easy. Like yeah. it feels kind of like a lazy option to like jump on it because it's like it's just all there. It's like all yeah. laid out for you. Well, it, yeah. That's the thing. It's not, it feels like it's become so like so quickly so ingrained in the way that like a term like Google has. Exactly. Google something or like Hoover or something, you know, just that way a brand is totally synonymous with the thing. And I think that's really, I can't think of anything that's done it as quick as that. It's done it as no. effectively as that, that people will just accept, oh yeah, we're doing this wrapped and you know exactly what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I know it's interesting. I wonder, <laughs> I always think like, is it 
so successful because we're all a wee bit narcissistic and we like to share something about us or like be cool or like share something I wonder if that's why like yeah. the Saints with these one didn't take off as much because like you're not like super cool because you bought like seven aubergines a week yeah. unless it was something like super unique then people would be like oh yeah. look I'm the biggest viral I don't know oh so cute or somewhere <laughs> yeah I've got a theory on why this might be would you like to hear it uh, yeah yes, okay yeah. good uh, well, I think, I mean, speaking as someone with a bit of a background in music, I, I, I used to do music journalism, so I interview bands, like write reviews. That reviews was like the kind of main thing I would I'd do that every every week, pretty much. And at the end of the year, we would do lists, and it was kind of a bit of a joke that, you know, like who actually cares about the list you put out, but it's so personal to you that you're like, this is a curation of the things that I think are the best. Yeah. And of course, like a bit of that is, you know, like, is it necessarily what you listen to all the time? Or is it, you know, sometimes mm. it's a bit more like what you think is, like, the best? Or, yeah. and a bit of that, what's the most objectively cool, doesn't actually seep it's, in. That's, that's more about <laughs> how you want to portray yourself then. If yeah. Exactly. If you're getting to write the list, my God, you can write the coolest list. 100%, And exactly. yeah. you can control the narrative. Whereas Spotify is like, no, you actually listen well, to I'm Just Ken 5,000 times. Is it, this is the thing. <laughs> so I think because we've been kind of, especially what it's done well recently is because there's been such a pivot towards authenticity in yeah. like influencer culture and like popular culture, whatever. Um, I think it's like a perfect marriage of those two things, like the, the, the slightly narcissistic like curation of this is who I want to be, this is how I want to portray yeah. myself to the world. It's like a really effective piece of personal branding that kind of covers both those things while also kind of celebrating something that you really like. Yeah, um, and kind of showing why you're you're the most special and unique person, yeah, like in the world. Would you agree with that? I think. Yeah, that's I fair. think so, and I think the way that they've designed it to make it so shareable on social, mm-hmm. like it, they show you something that you instantly you either want to share it because you're like, I want to share the bands that I like, or you want to share something because you think it's like funny what's came up top of your feed, but also it's like it just looks very visually appealing. So like the incentive there is that you do want to share it. And yeah. obviously yeah. like, it's just such smart marketing from Spotify because if you're like an Apple Music listener, for that week, you must be so miserable <laughs> because you're just watching everyone and you're like, yeah. oh, I don't get to be part of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And that must feel horrible and that must, like they must get so many more signups at that time of year, surely. If surely. people like, I want this next year. Like, yeah. I need to be part of this crowd next year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, like, because it's, like, curated throughout your whole year, like, how often, I guess more and fewer people are probably thinking about it throughout the whole year as time goes on, well, kind of thing. It really comes into my head now. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I was thinking about this, like, I feel like within fans of any anything, especially music fans, there's this, like, invisible hierarchy of, like, oh, if you go to a gig and you get the best video, you're the best fan, or, oh, if you listen to X amount of, like, Taylor Swift, then you're the biggest fan, and it's almost like Spotify's provide, it's an outward, like, source of information, um, like, a non-biased source of information that's proven, like, you've listened to this so much, and then yeah. the fans can compare, and it's almost like validation for fans as well, I think. Yeah, it's quite like, competitive. Yeah. It does. There's some to, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think there's something to be said for... <laughs> that feeling of feeling like I'm the best, I'm the biggest fan, and no one cares about this yeah. more than I do kind of thing. Like, uh-huh. this is, this doesn't define you guys, this defines me. Exactly. Kind of thing, yeah. Online. I also feel like, like, Brittany Broski done a really good, like, segment on this in her podcast. Now I, like, mention another podcast, but... <laughs> That's okay, other podcasts <laughs> I like Brittany Broski. <laughs> <laughs> she's basically saying, like, 
you know, whether you use social media with a view of building your own brand or not, like when you post stuff, you're ultimately building a brand for yourself, whether mm. you want to do it for like financial gain or whether you think you're just posting photos of your family, like people are making a brand of you in their head. So, and I think people are becoming more and more aware of that and they're like, oh, I want this to look good or I want this. And I think that's a good way of like showcasing your brand. You recently spoke about something that I thought was really interesting uh, to do with gamification of stuff that keeps people interested in stuff. And Duolingo, I think, is like an example of an app that does that really, really well. Yeah. Uh, and it's for a good thing, like in terms of learning a language. And it's, it motivates you to do something that like benefits you. What do you think about the effect of gamif- essentially gamifying? Because mm-hmm. people are thinking about it that way, like I need to be the top at the top of that. Yeah. What, how does that make you feel to have some like art gamified and especially something as personal as music? I feel like it will ultimately have an impact on like smaller, more undiscovered bands because it's like I feel like people usually are fans of bigger artists and things and they're because there's already like a state of play for those fans. Like there's like a million Taylor Swift fans or there's a million like Greta Van Fleet fans and they're like all established so like for them like why what is the ultimatum if they're kind of looking at it that way like to be the best fan like why would they go and explore all these other wee genres and like other small tiny artists when it's taken away from time where they could be listening to like Taylor Swift or yeah getting your huge numbers <clears throat> on listening that's that's what I was kind of thinking as well like because see if you're someone that is really drawn to like that kind of like gamifying thing and if you're someone that's like kind of obsessed with like numbers and being the best at things yeah you definitely will steer more to like you will actually actively think like when you go to play music oh it's more beneficial like I'm gonna play exactly like you said more Taylor Swift or someone like that to have a chance of being like a top fan for them really means much more than being a top fan of like a local band so is it actually like is it getting us to try out more music maybe not it mm. might actually be pushing us to be like the top fans of just like certain artists yeah or bands more so than actually having like mm-hmm. a variety yeah in what we listen to that's the kind of worry that it like takes away from the actual experience of using spotify and it's more For just sure. like oh, i could just have a app that helps me listen to one artist exactly yeah. like if, if i f- i feel like if it would continue to do that and like more and more of these fans did use it for that purpose then the music scene would become like so homogenous and it would just mm-hmm. be like same old same old and yeah because I just use my Spotify wrapped as like a cool thing to see how much I've listened to because I do listen to a lot of different types of music and I couldn't imagine someone using it for the purpose of like showing their fan status or whatever mm-hmm. or like with a view of like being the best fan or the top fan like that's not the way I use it but I mean I think it's maybe a younger generation thing that they are because I feel like over the past 10 years or something maybe I'm just getting old but like <laughs> well like, we all are fan culture has <laughs> like exploded and then maybe yeah. it's just because we couldn't see it before because we didn't have much as much access to like different countries or whatever but via TikTok you can see like people waiting outside for the 1975 for like days or like young blood and like all these they're doing all these like wild things and I feel like as a music fan even when I was that age like I don't think I would have like camped outside or like yeah yeah like even the most I know some people would at my age but I feel like people are like going to the extreme it's a new like it is a new like I remember I used to like I would wait for a good amount of time but the fact that people are like 
queuing for days yeah. and like camping and it's such that's such a thing I think it's because it's posted so much on TikTok you see that and you think oh my god I have to do that otherwise yeah. I'm not going to be anywhere near the front and it's like for sure maybe if we all didn't do it exactly yeah. we could all <laughs> show up this. at like five <laughs> o'clock on the day and just <laughs> see what happens and you might be at the front and it might be okay but it's it's yeah. because I feel like it's probably what's happened is it's like it's slowly become more and more severe so that's where you're thinking oh in the last 10 years it's got much worse but it's more like yeah. oh, 10 years ago there were like 10 people that would wait outside and then like the next year it's 20 and then the next year it's like 100 and yeah. then it just like grows and grows and grows. I, I think you've raised an interesting point there. I don't, to my mind, I don't think it's actually changed that much. I think we're just seeing it more. And uh, our, 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 our perception of these things is happening because as far as like I, I'm aware, that was happening when I was a teenager and before that you see it, people like, like bands doing crazy stuff. Like, yeah. Um, you just wouldn't see it. You just yeah, wouldn't constantly. see it, and it was it would become like urban legend and stuff like that. The things okay, that, uh, yeah. that, that would happen with these artists, that, like if that, like people queuing. But I think it's me. I mean, there's. I think the the thing that is maybe different now is that people are really making like Beatlemania. Do you know what I mean? Like you true. Think, think that back to so that. True. Do you know what I mean? That's probably the most the biggest example. Did they before. camp for five months for the Beatles though? Because that's what's happening for Taylor Swift. Five right months. Now. Five months. <laughs> right, okay, no, the young people are wrong. <laughs> something I was thinking about the Spotify rap thing, like see if you were trying to be the top fan of someone like Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. we know that she is on TikTok and she likes people's TikToks. Yeah. So if you, I think that's what some young people will be thinking. If I can get to the 0.000001% or like if I am like, phrased as you are actually Taylor Swift's top fan if I posted that on TikTok the chances of Taylor Swift seeing me and noticing me and seeing my TikTok like are exponentially yeah, higher mm -hmm. so like I actually think that might be part of it it's like you're not just getting noticed by other fans that like, there's a potential that because artist. you've taken it to such an extreme level that the artists themselves yeah might notice true. you and I think it's just people just want to be as close to the people that they love yeah. as yeah. possible so I it's, it's a way for people to get I know that. that's, that's interesting and I wonder if labels are like thinking oh you know like talking to the artist and be like you need to take some time out this week and dedicate it to like replying to people's raps to encourage fans to do that mm. because if I was a music label I would be like telling I don't know Jesse where to be like get on your comments for this yeah. day well, like yeah. I think with uh, I think Charlie XX is probably a good example of someone who's kind of been outspoken about like label meddling and yeah. Um, making her do TikToks and what have you and, and I think that's when that kind of like from a marketer's point of view like if I was to go and work in marketing at a label my advice would be like oh you should be doing this and you should be getting the artist to post like authentic TikToks but then as a fan of that person and like just the way they are and like wishing for their like well-being and like yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. for them just to own their art and just that be it because they're at the end of the day like these musicians are musicians they're not like tiktokers they didn't want to get into marketing themselves so it's like yeah yeah i just feel like there's a lot of pressure these days on like pushing authenticity through like tiktok and instagram yeah and it's just a lot of it's just not landing anymore either because you're like mm -hmm. oh you can see like their labels being like scripted something for them yeah. to say or whatever yeah. like whereas i feel like fred again does social media really well because it's like really authentic and whether he's got a label behind him telling him like to post this or post that I feel like he does a good job with that. I wonder when that bubble's gonna burst and I wonder mm. when the bubble of craving authenticity of ourselves 
through things like Spotify wraps yeah. and of artists is, is going to burst. I don't know when that's going to happen, but it feels like it must be close. I know, I was yeah, thinking about that recently because I feel like when I was, when I used to like blog and stuff like that, everything was about like being like polished mm-hmm. and like flat lays that were gorgeously like, laid and like writing that was like really nicely edited and kind of safe, I guess. And then now it's dipped down to this authenticity like level that everyone craves and everyone wants and I wonder if it ever will go back up again like Mm. to this I think maybe with like AI and stuff as well that might help it kind of go back up because you know you can see all these like polished images of like things that are like too good to be real almost like um, I see a lot of imagery and like stuff like that made by AI and like videos are just a bit too slick and a bit too smooth so I wonder if like the curve is like Happen, yeah, maybe so. we'll crave getting that content from real people again, so exactly. then that'll take it up because it feels like know. it's like, like I was saying, that you need to kind of shock to make an impact with authenticity now yeah. because everyone's doing it for sure. So it's like it's it's gonna reach a point where we just get tired of it, surely. And like Spotify rap, like surely that only has so much of a lifespan well, left in it when it's like you will yeah. just get a bit. This is the thing, of I, it. I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm ready for that to happen. Like, I, I really don't care what my Spotify app's going to look like. I've, I mean, there's been a lot of times I've considered getting rid of Spotify, like, just because I, I do, I crave just feeling like I've got an iPod, I've got my iPod Classic, and I can just, I can actually buy music, and I don't pay a subscription, I can just buy an album every month instead. Like, I'm, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I find myself yearning for that more and more. I've, my, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but as my, I'm, I'm, I'd say I've still got an adventurous taste, but like, mm-hmm. I, I prefer the organic way of discovering things I don't know like and it, I do think we're getting to a point where maybe because we've seen so many brands jumping on it I do kind of go back to what we're talking about at the start I do think it's getting to that point where okay this is now cringe yeah yeah you know what I mean like yeah like is it going to be embarrassing soon to share your Spotify wraps it's like okay yeah. well done and and it'll be fine for brands to do it and everyone will like it and yeah. stuff but I don't think I think a year from now two years from now I think you'll probably start to see a decline in interest because I don't know how they can keep rechanging that. I know they've kind of yeah. added, like your your mood was hyper core um, jazz <laughs> or something hyper like that. Hyper Charlie XCX yeah, jazz. I, yeah, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm like, cool. What am I going to do with that? Like, I, that it's like, are you better look at that and go? You're right. It <laughs> was. Oh, right. I was looking for a word for that. I was. It was on the tip of my tongue. You know, like, but like, I, I think that's the thing. So it's like. We've, I think we've probably are seeing that. I feel I'm glad we we decided to do this podcast this year because I feel like this feels at the tipping point, and I yeah. don't know if you would agree. So you're with that. calling it then? This is it. I'm I think, calling it right I now. think so too. That's what I was. I'm calling say. it right now. When I come on here, I feel like I'm already less excited for my Spotify. As like I'm a massive music fan, yeah. massive Spotify user, but I'm already a lot less excited for it because they're like with the rise of AI as well. There's been like other things that have come around that have like simulated what that does. So there's one that's like picks your dream festival lineup for you it's like festify mm-hmm. or something oh like yeah that. when and was that like, that was like the start of summer they happen like every like, few months yeah kind of thing. there's you get one that's like that. your spotify dna and it was like all your music and i was like this is oh, cool yeah. like so i kind of already know what to expect when my rap does come out and unless mm-hmm. they come out with something that's like mind-blowing like insight then yeah i'm already less excited for it yeah mm-hmm. I, I do i i think that's the thing like it's there's always so excited you can get for I mean, your taste tone probably shares that much. You're like, oh, yeah, there they are again. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's Fred again, again. Yeah, <laughs> Fred again, again. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'll be interested to see what they pull out 
the bag because we are filming this before it comes out it'll probably be released around the time mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually released but we're filming this before so I'm interested to see what they do but I don't yeah, we'll add in an extra bit of the podcast. See if they blow our minds, we'll insert here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll take apo- it back. I, I like an apology video with me going, I'm sorry, it was so good this year. I just loved it. <laughs> I know. I think like what they would need to do is add an extra layer of like personalization because I think yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like people love things that are personalized to them. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like it goes back to like all the way back before like digital times and like, you know, when you would go on holiday when you were younger and you would get like a key ring and it had your name, you could find a key ring that had your name on it and you'd be like, oh my God, especially for me because it's like, there's so many ways of spelling Lindsay. I was like, yes. this is amazing. <laughs> so I think like they need to simulate like that kind that of personalisation. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they know me. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because the the reason that we're able to get so many personalised things like Spotify wrapped, etc., is because we willingly give our data and we allow them to see what we're listening to and we allow certain apps and social platforms to understand us in a way that we then look at and we're like, oh, you get me. We yeah. see it as like, oh, they're able to market it as this <laughs> lovely thing. Like, we know you and look, that's you there. But actually, when you think about it, it's like they know everything I've listened to over the last year, when I've listened to it. They can work out what mood I've been feeling mostly through the year yeah. based on my music. Like that is actually kind of scary and like jarring. And I think the the fact that we are all like so open to doing that is kind of scary. Yeah. And there was something recently where it was like an Instagram rap thing and I kept seeing this all over TikTok and I was like, surely Instagram haven't done this. Like it seemed... I was worried because it was stuff like um, see the top people that have screenshotted your stories this year and I was like (laughs) that's a cool feature (laughs) okay when's that that coming out Um, yeah and it was like all the top people that have like viewed your feed or like um, looked at your posts and not liked them and all this and I was like <laughs> Sweat. Like that's not something that you should know. That, you, no, that, that know. doesn't sound real. Yeah. So, that sounds so, like one of those things where it's like uh, check who's like viewing your profile. And then it like, shares yes. to your see fancies you. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because that was the thing. It was it was like marking people as like they're your like top fan, and then people were sharing it like it's my bestie, and I was like, thank God it's your bestie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it turns out it was not something associated with Instagram at all, and it was just yeah. this other app, and you had to log into this random app with your actual password for yeah. Instagram oh god and, but this is something we've talked about before but I mean like I feel like if you're silly enough to do that yeah. but they don't understand <laughs> the younger generation don't understand online safety the way we did it was drilled into us I know, I so like I would never do that but so people were just desperate to know who's been screenshotting their stories so they're yeah. like hey password yeah that's fine I'll give you that <laughs> and it's like you maybe shouldn't be doing that so I feel like we're now going to enter this era of everyone having their Instagrams hacked and flogging yeah. <laughs> Ray-Bans again so I'm excited to see what happens with that but I think it's it's our willingness to give our data away to give it for them to give it back to us in a pretty format it's like I know like, that's the trade-off that's like, I know like why why would you give up like your Spotify wrapped and your concert recommendations and like potentially products that are like going to be great like for you like just for a bit a bit of data like what people you know because yeah. they obviously yeah, don't see the extent of like what the data is uh-huh, yeah part yeah. of it's like uh yeah yeah, oh, and if I opt out, I'm just going to look like an embarrassing person to my pals because I'm not getting to share. Yeah. They're all sharing it and I'm, I'm, I'm no better off, so why should I? Because I feel so. like every friend group has one like Apple Music user <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, I'm not giving my data. But then they're giving their data to someone else, so it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just going to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I do love about Spotify is when people get 
raging because someone <laughs> skewed the results. Yes. Whether it's children or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, 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 that's... Um, no, I don't that's, listen to the Wiggles! <laughs> that's my daughter's music, actually. That's, um, no, I, I, don't, I don't like that. No. Uh, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on, Lindsay. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. Lindsay. Um, yeah, Lindsay, do you have anything to plug before you go? Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Tiny Changes. Um, just speaking of like music and things. So they're a youth mental health charity here in Scotland. And um, yeah, I know some people give like donations and things and like charity gifts around Christmas time. So if you're going to be doing that, then definitely check them out. Amazing. Excellent. That's a good plug. Thank you very much. That was a nice plug. A nice Christmassy plug as well. <laughs> Hannah, where can people find us if they want to find us on socials? We are at socialmedia.socialclub on Instagram and TikTok. That's absolutely correct. And if you want to give us a wee follow on Spotify eh, or any other music provider, we're not biased, despite what <laughs> yeah. this episode might have you believe. <laughs> eh, whatever, wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a wee five-star review or a wee comment or whatever. It's very much appreciated. So... Thank you very much, uh, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Welcome.